There we go. We are recording. Okay, so good afternoon or good morning or good evening, wherever you're listening to this podcast from, and welcome to The Naked Voice. Now, The Naked Voice is kind of our take on the world. It's our view of current affairs, hot topics within the advertising and communication space, and all said in our naked and uncensored way. While today's one is largely going to be about us, we're hoping to bring you hot topics and different uh, things that might be of interest to anyone who is connected with the marketing or advertising space, or in fact, has got a breath or a pulse at all. But before we get there, it's probably good, since many of you, we hope, have not met us before, that uh, we introduce ourselves to you. And I thought I would start with our dear friend, Jonty, to tell us a little bit about himself and perhaps how we ended up in advertising and how we got his journey. So, Jonty, over to you. Wow. Okay. The honour goes to me to start off with. Excellent. Well, uh, hello. Yes, uh, I'm Jonty, Jonty Toosey, uh, and I've been kicking yeah, around. It's not pronounced Tossy then. It's not Tossy, too. Okay, That's for internal use, I think. <laughs> my, my, yeah, for internal use. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my mum said that she'd never get into trouble with the law because they'll pick you out for having a silly name. So thanks, mum. Uh, <laughs> that. Um, yeah, so so I've, I've been kicking around in uh, the advertising world for uh, a few decades. So BBC Creative Services was uh, where I, I, I began. And uh, yeah, it was great fun, actually, just writing, you know, writing uh, trailers and, and, and doing things uh, with existing footage. But my, my heart was definitely into directing uh, more whatever, whatever I could. So I'd, I'd, I'd frequently be going and asking my creative director at the time if I could have a bit of budget and go and shoot things. And, and gradually I managed to build up uh, a bit of a showreel and I, I kind of phased myself into production, got into a production company and uh, I've been making ads for, for years now, shooting, directing ads and picking up a few awards along the way. And uh, that's it, really. And then, and then, you know, how I kind of got to meet you guys, or certainly I kind of came across Lee uh, when I was invited to be a speaker at uh, the Cannes Festival. And, uh, and I was standing on the stage and Lee happened to be in the audience. And then later on, he, we bumped into each other on the street, I think. And he said, hey, oh, I saw you speaking. Actually, it was quite good. Why don't you come and uh, talk with me? I was very drunk at that point. <laughs> yeah. That's unusually. Yeah. yeah, well, he he said, come and talk to my creatives in my agency. And then and then I basically ended up spending a bit of time at the agency coming up with uh, ideas for, for this big campaign. And, and uh, well, the rest is history, I guess. Which, which beautifully segues into Lee. So, Lee, oh, how, did, okay, how, did you. You get, how did you get to meet John T in a drunken stupor on the streets of Cannes? Well, it wasn't quite a stupor. It was fairly, <laughs> uh, it, was, it was very sunny and warm in Cannes. And, you know, it's just, you know what it's like on the Croissette or whatever it's called. Um, so how far do you want me to go back, like to my coal mining career? Or? Uh, I think I'll, I think we'll, we'll miss that. I think okay. we'll miss that. Well, I didn't end up in the coal mines of South Wales where I'm from, but I did. Uh, I worked in research neurogenetics. So I did a science degree, foolishly, but fortuitously in hindsight, I guess. I ended up um, jumping out of a lab into um, an independent agency in the 90s called Norris Lincoln. Where actually, um, I met Russ, who's on, on the call here as well. Um, then was lured into the big kind of global world of network agencies, firstly at Tavas, so I had a really good few years there and, and learned and developed a lot as a joint creative director there. 
Um, and then into, as you know, because you lured me with, with the wonderful David Higgins, who um, who um, lured me over into one of the WPP agencies at Sudler, which um, had a good few years there. And then I guess that that was the, the the place or the hotbed where we all met, really. And not not Russ, who I've known for twenty odd years, but um, yeah, while at Sudler, so John, I was down in Cannes. Um, being very fortunate to be down in Cannes as, as representing um, one of the WPP agencies. John did a really great talk um, uh, for the Lions Health thing. Yeah, and we bumped into each other, just literally did bump into each other where he walked past in the days, I think, while I was having a, a glass of rosé, of course, um, in one of the bars outside. And um, yeah, we got chatting. I think we ended up chatting more about surfing and, and, and other things, really. And then I got back in touch with him, I think, on LinkedIn, or he contacted me. Um, and and we uh, got 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 him into the agency and did um, did a great project in diabetes together. Blew a client away with some amazing ideas that, that Johnny was a big part of. Um, and uh, as Johnny said, the rest is history. Great. And and Raj, over you know you've you've actually I don't think been to Cannes, have you? But I think you had a slightly different route to the uh, to the naked uh, the naked way. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. I think I've dodged that bullet or, or not, I think, to date. So I think if we're going right back, um, did a couple of degrees in science, as I think all of us have, bar, bar Russ and uh, John T, and then kind of moved into medcoms, really, and med-ed uh, and publishing. Stayed there probably about seven, eight years at Meditech, and then moved around to a couple of other different marketing principles like uh, PR and eventually ended up kind of meeting you two. Uh, Lee and Max at, at Sudler and um, yeah um, kind of really got exposed to advertising and strategy and marketing strategy at that point really probably quite late in my career um, certainly as a kind of uh, as a discipline and kind of fell in love with it really and then after probably a couple of years there moved in-house to a top three pharma company where I sat between medical and marketing uh, learned a hell of a lot there certainly in terms of you know how agencies are kind of assessed and validated and what quality service and delivery looks like and then eventually started tapping on Lee's shoulder and go you know let's come on come on let's do our own thing and uh, to some degree we're we're here mm-hmm. great thanks Raj and Russ you you've kind of not got the science background, but you've been no. in healthcare for for almost as long as the rest of us. So how yeah. how did how did you get less you get less time for murder? What happened? Yeah, I I, I really don't know. I, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out how it happened. Like sort of most creatives, you don't sort of intend to go into healthcare. But um, I just when I was looking for, around for my uh, my first job, sense did the usual thing, sending out sort of dozens and dozens of. CVs and the uh, the one that was silly enough to take me, particularly at that time, was a, a healthcare agency, a little independent healthcare agency, um, way on the other side of London. It was about a two and a half hour commute every each way. Um, so I was there for a couple of years and uh, moved around to another couple of small independent agencies. Uh, eventually ended up in Norris Lincoln with uh, Lee and Malcolm in a very tiny little kind of sweaty room in a, on the Strand. Um, and then eventually I moved into like the, the big agencies, which at the time was like considered the move to, to, to do. You know, you had to, uh, there was like prevailing wisdom at the time that you needed to work in those big behemoths and stuff. Fortunately, that's, a, that's a, an idea that's sort of like uh, fading a little bit now. So, uh, uh, so I've worked across the sort of small agencies and the bigger agencies. 
um, across quite a wide range, really. So OTC stuff, con cons some consumer stuff. Um, so one of the highlights we played, uh, Lee and I played uh, Vitamins in a TV commercial building a giant giant baby. That was mm -hmm. pretty odd. But um, yeah, so sort of quite, <laughs> so quite, a range, quite a range of things, really. So uh, yeah, and eventually uh, ended up at uh, Naked Health, really, which is which sort of was a, is a perfect fit, really. So let's get on to Naked Health shortly, just to, to fill in the sort of uh, quintuplet, um, just to give everyone a, a little background to me. Um, I, after a military career, um, went into the pharmaceutical industry after a bit of professional sailing, which which was very uh, pleasant, and then um, discovered that advertising existed and that you could get paid to draw pictures and um, and to entertain clients, which was which is fantastic. So I spent all the best part of 25 years. Uh, doing that um, initially as a strategic planner, and then um, I kind of moved into um, network management uh, with uh, publicists and also WPP. Um, enjoyed that, met a lot of great people, including uh, many of the people on this uh, podcast. And then suddenly a road to Damascus moment where I realized there was more to life than spreadsheets and making profit for shareholders. And it was time to get back to what I really enjoyed, which was actually doing great work for clients, solving their problems, and um, and waking up each morning challenged and looking forward to working with uh, with a great bunch of people, which is why uh, we set up Naked Health. So a lot of a lot of the things people say to me about Naked Health, I don't know what you guys think, is this this name. It's a bit it's a bit well, a bit risque. Naked. What is that? Why did you use that word naked? So maybe who wants to who wants to tell us why or tell everyone why we we chose naked? Yeah. Wants to, Lee wants to talk about naked, don't yeah, you? Yeah, it's always nice well, to talk about being naked. Well, Lee's a keen naturist, so. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's something we, we all discovered, so. Horror. I think we can edit all this. <laughs> I've, I've actually, I've actually <laughs> shared a room with Lee, so please don't go there. Yeah, I didn't get naked, I know. Yeah, Russ, just turn your camera off. <laughs> yeah, that's the main thing. So the naked name, well, I think I can't take the credit. I'm, I'm you know, obviously a copywriter by heart and, um, and a creative, but I can't take the credit for it, I don't think. I'll, I'll I can. It was that that time just before we set up. We were Raj and I um, were, were chatting a lot, and then obviously Max with you as well. When we all realised we wanted to do the same thing, there was a, there was a few weeks where we were chatting, and I think before we managed to speak to you, um, we were looking at setting up something uh, in London attached to St Thomas's Hospital, and we were gonna. We thought that would be a really different thing to have an agency within a hospital, which still seems like a cool idea. And um, we were like, what can we call it? And we wanted to. We were. We'd mapped out this name called the idea incubator um which in hindsight was shit um but uh, but it did you know it, it worked with the hospital thing we were going to donate some of our profit we were going to make it like a fairly sort of um what co cooperative capitalism i think was the word we were we were knocking about at the time very, very idealistic and we were going to donate some of the profit to the incubation unit at st thomas's but, uh, which is just just up the road from where i live here um and and we had it all mapped out and we had a, an end line which we did in fact use um, as part of naked to, for a little while till we got a better one the end line was startup for life and I guess the thinking with that was we we wanted to foster that startup mentality you know where we're keen for business and we we go that extra length and, and how we engage your clients we, we you know we, we we wanted to maintain that and then the for life thing was obviously to do with some of our kind of healthcare background as well as well as maintaining that for life 
Um, so, so yeah, and then we obviously. But then, but then I came along. Yeah, said, you came along. And said that's guys, shit. No, I didn't say <laughs> shit. I, I think aid is. I think the idea is lovely, but can you imagine being attached to a hospital and then working for whatever client it is, and and they have to basically vet each of your clients' work. It's uh, you know the, the 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 legal side of it is nice. Yeah, but, well, but that, that, great idea. Great idea. <laughs> yeah. Look, but that that was one thing. Yeah. <laughs> But then we then we kind of uh, so Raj, I think I think you claim credit for the naked name. I'm not sure it was you, but anyway, I will do now. Yeah, yeah. Crack on. So what what was what was the thinking there? I mean, idea incubated to naked seems like uh, from St Thomas's Hospital to this seems like a bit of a leap. What was that about? I think some of that was a direct reaction to kind of working in a network, right? For me personally, because the only time I'd really work in a network and everything just seemed to be pretty obese in mm. terms of client teams, creative teams, all of it and layers and layers and internal clients. That was a brand new thing for me, you know, with team chemistries and things like that. I just thought, wow, what do we really want to do? I mean, as, as a consultancy, as which is probably what I think of us more than an agency because we're not necessarily agents for anything or of anything. Um, it's about the three disciplines, right? Clients want great insight, which is strategy. Clients want great kind of um, kind of visualization and 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 kind of uh, narrative around that, which is the kind of creative and copy aspect. And they want stuff delivered on time, within reason, and um, keeping to their budgets, right? Because that's what essentially they're going to be assessed on. So we've distilled it down to those three pillars. I think, don't you agree, Lee? Yeah, you know, no, absolutely. I, I don't think just on time and on budget. I think done to, to your point, the key thing was is done, you know, without all those ridiculous costs of all those people mm-hmm. and all the, and all those layers. And I think that's our differentiator. And I think when the three of us were talking on the phone and we we tried boiling down our proposition because we had the proposition that didn't change. And when we boiled it right down, one of you, it was either you or Max, and you can both take credit for it. Said, "Well, we're naked. We're the naked mm-hmm. boys." And then I think NKD and Naked Health kind of popped out from that really didn't it yeah and and then i think we came up with this sort of ideas not layers thing which i think kind of encapsulates well i'm taking credit for that max you can can take credit for that i think there's just one thing that that you might have slightly overlooked which is delivering a shit hot product you know because we do do that with without without all the layers or anything i was still able to actually come up with really good stuff and deliver something which is exceptionally high. John T, that's perfect, because that's exactly what I was going to ask you each. You know, this idea is not layers thing. When we talk to clients about it, I think they, it really resonates with them. But how do you, so John T, you just said, how do you sort of make this live and breathe in your daily life? This idea, how do you take, how do you make these words actually come to life for you as you, as you kind of address your day, your day each day? What, 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 what do you think about it? What, as in ideas, not layers? And yeah. how does that? Well, I mean, you know, I I come from a production background, so my 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 life for the last two, 20 years has been I get fed a sentence on a piece of paper, and I have to kind of try and imagine how that's going to look um, as moving images or some kind of something that's going to come to life on screen so i mean i guess i guess i don't need all the layers of people i need to have direct communication with the people that i'm working with and so so for me personally it's being able to talk with you guys very easily and also being able to have communication with the client straight in so that i can fully understand what they're after and i can really refine something that's going to come out 
sexy. I can't do this if I've got Raj <laughs> sitting right in front of me, grinning like a bloody monkey. No, just... no that was a good. That was a good answer, John. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to Russ now and say, you know, Russ, what about you? This, you know, because you kind of came in slightly later on the yeah. items on layers, but I think it resonated with you. And sort of, what 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 do you, what do you think's different about that concept? That what, in your day to day life, what makes it different? What makes the work you do different because of that? Do you think? Well, it's more about what I don't do now. I don't spend. Um, so much of my time, having been in sort of some of these, particularly these huge agencies, it's I don't spend my time sort of uh, just slavishly sort of following like an agency process. You know, these layers, you know, they just kind of get in the way of things. That's kind of been <clears throat> stripped away. You know, these emperor's new clothes that all these agencies kind of wrap themselves in. And we just sort of, we just get on with the work, you know. That's what I, and that's what particularly creatives, they just want to, they, they want to do. They just want to get on with the work. Instead of sort of going through all these processes, which really add nothing to it or make it any easier, so that that's that's what re really it means to me now. It's more about stripping away all of that excess stuff that's just not necessary. I, I love that emperor's new crows expression you've used, yeah. Ross. I think that a hundred percent sums up my sort of last five years in big corporate of suddenly mm. realizing as the scales fall from your eyes <laughs> they are naked and they don't yeah. know it you know so that's interesting that we would get the, the word naked comes up what about you raj what, what sort of what sort of what sort of drives you in terms in terms of what we said what what do you do differently maybe thinking about this this kind of ideas not layers thing that you might not have done before um i think what i've just going back to just literally thinking about all your answers really i mean when i think about my career for the last 20 years i think in the industry there's always been somebody you know probably between me or you know group think mm. and all that kind of stuff and now you know it's obviously a luxury having your own business right um it's gift of the curse what i love is taking that 100 percent responsibility right and that ownership that's what it means to me certainly yeah. from a cat management perspective so when a client contacts me i'll you know it means something a lot more you know i've got to make sure that a i understand it b i've got to brief it in c i'm ultimately responsible because all of our names are above the building right and and there's a there's an elevated amount of pride associated with that personally for me you know doing that great job that i've never really kind of had before i think so if that makes sense no, I think it's. I, I think that's right. I feel that exactly right. Having been in sort of fairly lofty title positions, I still, you know, didn't own the business and it wasn't responsible. So I think that is a big responsibility. I think it's it's a nice thing about being an independent. For me, I think one of the things that this does allow us to do is what happens in 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 any career is you kind of get promoted away from clients. You're good at your job, so you get you promoted to some kind of role that takes you away from the clients. And the great thing of our model is we give the clients probably some of the most experienced people in the industry actually working directly on their business. And I think it's, it's wonderful. Mm. It's, it's wonderful for me to be able to go back to that. But, mm. you know, we're, we're all being very serious here, but I think one of the things, and it's not in ISD, it's not like that's most, that's most important just apart from Raj not being serious, but well, we're all being very serious. For <laughs> we're, all, we're all trying to be serious. And I think one of the things I, I think we all set up and, 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 and kind of had in the back of our mind is, if it isn't fun, we're not doing it. I think the fun is one of the key words of, of what we do. And I, and I do get up every day and think, wow, I'm looking forward to doing this. You know, sometimes days are a bit difficult. Sometimes we get, you know, some tough feedback on things, but it's still enjoyable to overcome those challenges. And I, I, I think 
I don't know what you guys think about the fun component in business. To, to me, it, there seems to be like a, a fun drain happening across yeah. our industry. And it, it's time to put a bit of that back. I don't know what you guys oh, think. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I think I completely agree. I mean, you know, if we wanted to work for a bank and you could argue that some of us did at WPP, then, mm. then <laughs> we would do that. So, um, you know, fun is, is absolutely key we, we, you know it's, we're not well i guess in some ways we are in life and life or death things but it's, it's you know it's, what we're doing isn't, isn't life or death and you know it's creative and and it should be fun we're creating stories yeah. we're, we're creating um visual campaigns and moving imagery and so on and that 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 should be fun i think um someone used to say to russ a lot in, in at the vas um we should be Get the, out best, the girls best toilets part, best, <laughs> part the, best part of the, of the we weren't going to mention that best part of the client's day yeah and, yeah. um, and, and it, it used to be clients used to look forward to the agency people turning up on the thing because this was something different from their work and, and, and maybe they would take mm -hmm. them to the pub or something yeah. and i think that kind of thing has, has really has really disappeared it, you know it, it's a shame because i think by knowing people and by working well and being able to have a joke i think you do better work i don't, I don't know what you think john T. what's you, you come from a, a monolithic organization the bbc was it was it fun there and is it more fun with us now uh, yeah, you know what? I mean, working at the BBC, uh, it's, a, it's an amazing institution, but I mean, it is absolutely monolithic and, and, uh, and, and bigger organisations, maybe even from the BBC, like, like uh, Disney. Um, you just have people who, who, who are constantly just avoiding and taking any responsibilities on any, any of the decisions they make. And they're always passing the buck to the next person and everything just takes forever. No one, no one really wants to put their, 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 their name down on, on the line and, and take responsibility. And that frustrated the hell out of me. And I was going to say something from what you were talking about just then, which is that when we're working on things, it's it's fantastically hands-on, you know. An opportunity occurs and we all jump on and we're working together, we're scratching our heads together, we're trying to we're trying to churn something out really fast and, and it's 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 very exciting. It's very exciting. Bit like jumping in a small car and driving fast around <laughs> around the block. And, and I, I, I like I like that excitement. And John, you just led me on to a really important topic that that, that, that might be interesting to people that, that hopefully someone is listening to this podcast at some stage. Which is you often think when you set up an independent agency, oh, so you must be working on small things. You're not doing any of the big things that the big networks do anymore. You know, none of the big exciting things. But that couldn't be further from the truth, could it? In fact, we've done. I think since we've been going what a couple of years we've done some pretty amazing production things that i think would be quite interesting just to share that to show that even as an independent you can really get involved with some pretty amazing things i'm thinking um about one of the very first projects we did which was uh, something for a completely non-healthcare related thing on on snacks and maybe yeah. lee or lee or john T, we could have a little chat about that because i think that's something very different that you wouldn't imagine a small independent agency getting involved in Obviously, Jonty's done a lot more consumer. We've all done some consumer. Um, you know, for me and I think for us, I, I, I would say the same thing. The, 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 the discipline's the same. The craft's mm. the same. It doesn't matter whether it's a healthcare brief or a consumer brief. As we prove with that um, that that TV kind of brief we did for the, for, for chips or crisps. Um, so no, so that was a that was a great. Um, you know, at the end of the day, we came up with a great strategic idea. The brief was a little bit all over the place. Um, <laughs> we sorted that out. We came up with a very focused brief with 
the strategy and exactly how we worked to how Raj described. We got the strategy right and, and we all worked on that. Then we got the creative right, which we all worked on and we delivered something which was uh, hugely impressive to that to that client. Yeah. I think it sort of validated the way we, uh, we, we were working as well, really, because they were quite surprised what we produced and how much we produced in the time. I think that was the comment that was made. Mm. I think yeah. that's an important point actually for this one in particular that they've been dragging, they've been trying to get some some decent creative out of their huge big agencies. Yeah, big agencies. I'm not going to name anyone, but um, oh, go on, Georgie, name and shame. No, no, don't. don't. <laughs> We're not going to sued in our first podcast. Fact is that we turned things around so fast for them, and they they really were very happy. That 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 opportunity came from work I'd done previously with Unilever actually, and then they'd moved on to to uh, to this other company. And still gutted out exploding robot, uh, didn't, didn't make yeah, it to TV. Yeah, that was a, that was a show, it was yeah. an award-winning Keep... idea, which is, we'll, we'll recycle it, don't we? I'm sure we'll, we'll find another <laughs> No, we don't do that. No, we, we don't, of course we don't. And, and then of course, you know, to, to something as, from Matt, something as esoteric as I think, um, Lee and you and John T managed to uh, wangle a, 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 a exotic trip to a Portuguese beach Which to uh, to film uh, to film um, people um, scantily clad people not quite naked um, for a uh, prosthetic product for uh, almost healthcare company. Yeah, no, we did. Well, it was more cosmetics, I guess. So we we did that down in Portugal. It was what was amazing about that. I wasn't involved in the the scouting location. Obviously, Jonty and and his team in Portugal were, um, but they happened to be on one of the beaches I'd been probably about a hundred times surfing. So once um, Jonty and I were down there, I, I managed to hire a surfboard and um, did a bit of surfing while Jonty did all the work. It was great. Made a change. So I said you should have fun. We should have fun in our work, right, Johnny? What? Did, as I recall, that was incredibly tight um, budget and incredibly tight time frame. How did that make you feel? Was it was it kind of was it fun or was it a bit stressful? No, to be honest, it was uh, it was very good because we managed to just keep it to the bare minimum of what needed to be done, and so we didn't have to. I mean, we're lucky to have an open-minded client who who wasn't going to require being there on set and and mm. and everything else. That mm. made a big difference. Although she did kind of <laughs> hit us with a bit of a surprise, wanting to change the model at the lunch uh, before we started shooting. She was saying, <laughs> "Oh, we've been talking about the model, and could we change it?" It's like, uh, not at this point, no. And, and she how how. Her decision was 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 the wrong way anyway because the model was perfect, and and she and she realised that uh, when when she saw the results, uh, no, it wasn't it wasn't stressful actually. I really look back at that, and and Lee and I um, uh, on set, we 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 got we we got everything done and some actually. We shot more than we 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 had set out to deliver, uh, and and it was it was a great success. And in fact, you know, uh, I, I guess. A mark of that success is that she's come back. She's changed company, and she's come back for more. So, you know, perfect. So that leads me to our final topic today, because I think we've taken everyone's time enough. Which is 
about stress, which is COVID times. And we all know, and we've just, you know, we've just, I think, come back. We, we were the, uh, we were the sort of virtual agency before virtual was kind of a, uh, was kind of a trendy thing to do. We've been doing it for two years, so it's nothing new to us. But doing production in, in COVID times, I, I know uh, recently I, I attended a, a shoot which we did in Kiev um, in the middle of COVID times, which was, I, I think, a little more stressful than normal, um, but, but still manageable. And I think that's something that, you know, you don't have to give up because, because things are tough you, you just find a different way around it and, and Lee and uh, John to you with that I don't know, don't know how you felt the, the the five inches of sheet ice and and the freezing temperatures but uh, maybe we can talk a little bit about that yeah I mean that that actually you know if we're to compare the Lisbon shoots with with the Kiev shoot the Kiev shoot was well for starters it was a global launch uh, lots of stakeholders and 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 lots of responsibility um, it, you know, working in COVID situation is not particularly good. I mean, if you remember, every day we're looking to see whether we're a red zone or a green zone. We're allowed to go <laughs> in there. We're going to have to be in quarantine. Uh, how how the whole thing was going to work out, and uh, and certainly traveling out there, going through the Mary Celeste of each each different airport as we. <laughs> It was it was a little bit unnerving to be honest. Thinking, I think it took Lee thirty six hours to get from London to Kiev, didn't it? Lee? Something it did, yeah. It was like three flights. <laughs> my, my flight from Amsterdam was delayed, so then I had to go to Prague and then finally to Kiev. Day late, yeah, but it was worth it. It yeah. was worth it, and you know, when once we'd actually got through the hurdles and we were there in in situ, and and the clients uh, made it there, and you Max arrived, and everyone was was in place, and and we were able to actually kind of put in motion, uh, uh, in effect, a traditional uh, all singing and dancing, full fat production. It mm. really worked well, and 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 our team was was really good, and we delivered everything that we need to do uh, just about in time we yeah, have i think i think the take home here john is that it's um that no, no matter how many obstacles that there's usually a way around it right and i think that's kind of comes back to that kind of startup mentality as well that we will make it work one way or another yeah, yeah. i think a big corporation would struggle wouldn't they because they would be you you would then run into the thing i, I can imagine the wpp or oh, you guys can't travel we've got a travel ban on because it's covid blah 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 you know and, and you would get all these obstacles might very well possibly get your way whereas we're we're constantly looking for ways to do things not for ways not to do things i think that's very different mm. yeah, yeah so keep, keep it a bit dangerous yeah, yeah dangerous, dangerous without going too too crazy. Although you know, living in Moscow and traveling to Kiev was you know kind of a bit risky, but okay. <laughs> we had a dangerous amount of uh, drinks, I think, poor shoot. Yeah, that possibly was <laughs> the biggest danger we fell yeah. into. And I think I think that's a good. I think that's a really really good place to to close it because I think that you know we are in challenging times. We are you know we we're hoping to see the end of of the COVID thing. But what we want to do for our next episode is actually um is to talk about uh, COVID positive, which actually, not to be nasty because we understand this has been a major challenge for many people, but to talk a little bit in our next episode about what the positives have come out of all the restrictions that we forced on us. Raj, you talked about this kind of living dangerous, getting over, overcoming things, and trying to really sort of understand 
has this has COVID changed the way we do business? Will it continue to change us? And and what are our key lessons are taking out of that? And hopefully address it in our standard naked ideas, not layers way. I don't know if you guys have got anything to add before we close here at this stage. Uh, no, no, I think that, that sums it up well. Hmm? So we've enjoyed this. I hope you've enjoyed listening to it. Um, we'll be coming back to you shortly with more of our naked views. But for now, it's me, Max. John T. Lee. Russ. Raj. Adios, pop pickers. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.